Hello and welcome to Udcast, episode 65. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco on a beautiful, sunny uh, Thursday here in San Francisco. It's Yom Ma'ut. it's uh, Israeli Independence Day, so big celebratory day here at Brandeis. Um, and uh, as part of our celebration this year, we have lots of uh, guest teachers in um, doing different uh, different little lessons on the theme of uh, the number seven and 70 in celebration of Israel's 70th birthday. Uh, myriad learnings, engagements, and explorations planned for all our uh, kindergarten through seventh grade students who are here today since our eighth graders are in Israel. Um, and as many of you know, um, I very much miss being in the classroom with kids and so um, jumped at the chance to be a guest teacher and I've actually just come from teaching one of two classes that I'm teaching today um, on uh, on what, what it means to think about um, uh, the soul of a place or the spirit of a place. And so I'm going to start today with a poem because we always like to start with a poem here on the Yudcast. And this is one of the poems that um, I am using in these classes with the kids. There's two kind of paired uh, Yehuda Amichai poems. Um, one is called North of Beersheba, and the other is called North of San Francisco. So this is North of San Francisco. And the translation on this one is by uh, Hannah Block. Hear the soft ill, <laughs> start over. Hear the soft hills touch the ocean, like one eternity touching another, and the cows grazing on them ignore us like angels. Even the scent of ripe melon in the cellar is a prophecy of peace. The darkness doesn't war against the light. It carries us forward to another light, and the only pain is the pain of not staying here. In my land, called holy, they won't let eternity be. They've divided it into little religions, zoned it for God zones, broken it into fragments of history, sharp and wounding unto death. And they've turned its tranquil distances into a closeness convulsing with the pain of the present. On the beach at Bolinas, at the foot of the wooden steps, I saw some girls lying in the sand bare-bottomed. Their heads bowed, drunk on the kingdom everlasting, their souls like doors closing and opening, closing and opening inside them to the rhythm of the surf. I love that poem. Uh, and I love it for um, its, uh, I, I think it's a beautiful um, sort of meditation on um, the uh, this place where we live, the San Francisco Bay Area, from the perspective of an Israeli. Uh, and often I read Amachai for perspectives on Israel, and I feel like in this one that is to some extent a poem about Bolinas and a poem about the Bay Area, but also to a large extent it is a poem about Israel as well. Um, and I used that poem today in my teaching. Um, 
using a, a model that I learned from uh, one of my kind of um, guides in my work as a um, as a teacher of poetry, uh, uh, a, a man named Kenneth Koch, who uh, was a poet of the New York School, as it's often called, along with the late great John Ashbery, Bernadette Mayer, Alice Notley, Eileen, Eileen Miles uh, is occasionally put into that group, um, and others. But these were uh, a set of poets working in the middle of the 20th century, um, doing a lot of really beautiful, interesting experimental work. And in addition to his contributions as a poet, Koch wrote a book called Rose, Where Did You Get That Red? on the question of how to teach great complex poetry to children. One of Koch's great, great innovations as a teacher, in my opinion, is the notion of a, quote, poetry idea as an entry into writing, a simple distillation of an approach in a poem that helps students begin their own thinking and work. So for learning about Williams Blake's Tiger, for example, the poetry idea was to ask questions of a mysterious and beautiful creature. For Wallace Stevens' 13 Ways of Looking at a Blackbird, it was to write about looking at something in many different ways. Uh, because my own first encounter with the state of Israel was set to the music of Yehuda Amachai, I used his work today. So when I went to Israel for the first time a few years ago, um, the new uh, UC Press collection of uh, Amichai's uh, collected works had um, just been published. And so I took that book with me um, as an entry into an a way to understand the place. I, I carried it with me everywhere we went. I would sit and read the poems at night or on the bus. Uh, I shared them uh, with the group that I was there with. Um, and so we read these two paired poems today, as I said, um, and uh, did so in order to explore the poetry idea that um, places have souls or places have feelings. Um, these two poems ask questions, I think, about the relationship between these two lands and the people who inhabit them, which seems an important and fitting way to spend some time celebrating Israel for our middle schoolers. Uh, so then I asked them to write poems of their places and then see how much they can distill uh, the pictures of their souls, of the souls of these places down. So they did seven uh, line poems and then seven word poems and really um, some amazing, beautiful work came out of that. Uh, this week, of course, as I think about the soul of the place, my, turn, my mind turns as well to the remarkable and inspiring news that Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize in music for his album, Damn. Um, and we actually started the class with the kids talking about that, um, the, the fact of that win and that album. Uh, he's the first popular music artist to have won the Pulitzer outright. So Bob Dylan... Uh, was given a special citation as a kind of Lifetime Achievement Award in 2008 from Pulitzer. But this is the first pop music album to have ever won the Pulitzer in music as such. Um, that an unabashedly political black rap artist broke through into the vaunted halls of such an august institution says a great deal to me about the soul of this country and what we are wrestling with in this moment in our history. 
At the Glass household, we made Tuesday official Kendrick Lamar Day and grooved to that album and others of his. I'm still partial to his first major label record, Good Kid, Mad City. Sometime I may have to have some kind of parent coffee on the topic of uh, how to listen to rap music with your kids. I'm, I'm curious um, how other people uh, think about that, even on the Pulitzer winners, such as this one, uh, or only this one, there are songs that I skip. But I have to say that dancing to Kung Fu Kenny with my daughters felt like a joyful celebration of all that is messy and beautiful about this country of ours. And I have to say as well that today, uh, dancing together with our kids, seeing them do uh, Israeli folk dancing, seeing them out sitting in the sunshine, eating barekas that were baked here today by um, by parents and teachers together, feels like a pretty joyful celebration of this other country of ours, the state of Israel, in uh, on its 70th birthday today. So with that, I wish you all Hag Sameach, a joyful uh, day today. Uh, wish you all weekends full of the songs and souls of your places. And uh, Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. We will be back with you next week. <laughs>